We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. MichaelsFlooringOutlet.com. So welcome back to Overnight America. We have another hour together, and if you want to call in, you can. And thank you to the person that called in right towards the end of the last break and said some nice things about the radio program. That was very nice of you. 314-436-7900. And you can also do 800-925-1120. Or if you want to reach me on Facebook, it's Ryan Recker Radio. But you got us here on the comfort of old KMOX, the... 50,000 watts may be heating you up right now. I wanted to at least mention this one story that I saw over on St. Louis Public Radio site, and it's about the shortages they're having in trash pickup in St. Louis. Apparently, they're looking for more trash truck drivers, and it pays really well. What did I see it was paid? Was it like 27? No, no, that's truck driving right now. You can get paid about 27 bucks an hour. I saw an online ad for it, so that's in need. But over on this article, they said that there are about 71 trash truck drivers the city has budgeted for, but only 50 of those jobs are filled, which means that if you're working, you're probably pulling an extra day every single week. So you might be working 10 hour days, five days a week. You're putting it or six days a week. Excuse me. You could be putting in, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours in because there's just understaffed and they're looking for people. They need people to drive trash truck and. The way that these trash trucks go anymore, I don't know if you've seen them. In it's one of those things that I think is a disconnect between when I was growing up and the way it is today. I was just shocked to see my first trash truck that had one of those arms that came down, grab the trash can, dump the trash into the back of the truck, and then set it back down, and then they moved to the next house. I saw that and thought to myself, what kind of sorcery is this? That is something that's been around for a long time. So with that, you don't even have to get out of the truck half the time anymore, probably 90% of the time. That's a good gig. When I grew up, looking out the window, you saw the trash drivers on the back of the giant truck like they would normally hang off the back end. And then they would hop off, throw the trash in, hop back on, hop off, throw the trash in, hop back on. They would throw your trash can you know, somewhere in the vicinity of your front lawn. It was always laid down on its side. They never set it back up the right way. And the who knows if the cap of the can was anywhere close. It was always like that. And today, man, the conveniences of this arm coming down is great. So if you're looking for a job right now, 
maybe driving a trash truck across St. Louis isn't the worst thing. Honestly, it doesn't sound like it's a bad deal if you can get some nice hours and you're looking. So keep that in mind. 314-436-7900. Dan is calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Great show as always. Hey, uh, I was just calling to say, you because you were talking about, uh, you know, all this crazy crime that's going on in St. Louis. What about in the last three days, we've had three rolling gun battles on the highways. On the Interbelt, we had two on, uh, we had one, uh, I don't remember the other one, and then we had one on 70 today. And that yeah. stuff. Uh, 70 just north of downtown. What are we going to do about that? Yeah, good, good point and good question for all of this, mostly because... How dangerous is it that poor lady that gets caught in between shot and killed as part of this uh, gun battle between two? Luckily, they have a suspect in custody for that one. And she's just, you know, she was just someone that was just minding her own business and it gets sucked into the middle of this. Now, think about on 70 today. I think they said it was on the express lane just north of downtown. More of these gun battles shots. It's ridiculous. You're right, Dan. This is so ridiculous. Uh, Yeah. You know, um, someone texted in, and there's probably, it's probably, um, I don't know, it's it's not the right way to look at it, but it's an accurate way to look at it. They said maybe getting a bunch of snow in St. Louis for the last couple of weeks of the year would be a good thing because it would keep people back home and not shooting each other. It's there, terrible, there might be man. Something to it. Yeah, I've had well, I've had them drive past me because I'm a delivery driver. I had a, a vehicle drive past me one night. Uh, just firing at another vehicle. It was swerving in and out, trying to not get hit with the bullets and that stuff. It is just totally dangerous out here on these roads, and it's not very good at all. So is there just a pickup of this? Are we seeing a higher number of these instances, or is it just um, it's always been there and we haven't reported on them as much because the people haven't been reporting it? I don't know, but the one that happened on 70 Day was uh, – what happened was that the way the news reported it, that some guy who uh, probably didn't make it and some woman that was with him got shot. And then they caught up with this vehicle uh, later in the afternoon and found out where they were at. And they went right on down the highway and fired up on him and that uh, stuff. I don't know if they killed him or what the situation was on it, but uh, you know, it, it it's just an everyday thing now. I think uh, these thugs out there are trying to figure, well, you know what, let's catch them going down the highways and just start shooting them that way instead of waiting for them to come around in the neighborhoods. I mean, it's just bad. I mean, the cops are going to have to start hanging out on the highways now because uh, of people doing this every day. And it's, it's just not safe out here anymore on the highways. I get it. Thanks, Dan. Good to hear from you. All right. Have wow. a good night. Bye. It reminds me of, and I don't know if this is true, but I think it is, that they said the old term riding shotgun goes back to the days when there were stagecoaches and there would be these bandits that would try to rob people. So they would get up on their horse or whatever, and then they would stop a stagecoach and rob them or whatever it was. But then eventually there was someone that would basically ride up front with them with a shotgun as security. So if someone tried to ambush them, they were able to have a fighting chance. Sad thing is um, when Dan was talking there, I thought, how bad is it going to have to get in St. Louis before people start to um, figuring out a defense to these people that are driving around shooting each other? Because who knows if it's going to it's going to come around them at some point. It's scary and it's sad. And this is the type of garbage that happens in the city where Centene 
has to go out and talk about, you know, we're going to invest a billion dollars in another state to build another uh, headquarters. And we're not doing it here in St. Louis. or so we're not building out like we said we would because we can't recruit people because when they Google search St. Louis, what do they find? Oh, third rolling gun battle in the last couple of weeks and homicides are at 250. 70, what, percent of the cases are unsolved and we're uh, what? Uh, this is what they're faced with. How do they combat that? That's nothing they can do to combat that. It's sad when you see these things. Imagine driving down the road with your family in the car and this is happening. This has got to be this is the number one issue that St. Louis really needs to be addressing and they've been have not been able to figure out a way to get it done. There's so much that's working against the city right now, and this is number one with it. Uh, let's go to Dave, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ron. Yes. Hey, uh, well, uh, we used to pick up trash. I can't say my name of the company, but um, we used to have to put the lid back on a can. We didn't throw it up in the middle of the yard like you're talking, the lid somewhere else. Oh, man. I remember when I was growing up every single week, it was throw it in and then throw it back on the lawn as fast as they could. So you were putting them right back up and upright and everything the way you found it. Put the lid on. We had to. We were we were a little bit more money than the other place. Uh, it used to be, well, I used to work for waste management. So. Yeah, that's some white glove service if I've ever heard it. That really changed the game, though, when they started equipping these trucks with these arms on them. Were you working when that happened? No. We no, just hang on the back of the truck. Yeah, you like missed out on talking. the, uh, it seems like the ones that drive today, they got all kinds of different nice advantages to drive. It seems like it'd be a pretty good gig right about now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, look at you guys. You're going above and beyond. They must have loved you in the neighborhood. Christmas time, would they give you a card with a little bit of, like, money or a gift card in it oh yeah they leave a six pack 12 pack or whatever they leave your money out there you took care of them all year long yeah. they took care of you i know that's great you probably had some great rewards on the back end dave thank you very much for the call yeah, like our um, our trash collectors, they leave a little card like, hey, Merry Christmas from your neighborhood trash collector. And they're good people. Uh, we see them out there. We wave. Same thing with our postman. We get a little card from our postman. Merry Christmas from our postman. And we like to give them gift cards and things. I have no problem doing that. We give them both to the trash collector and to the um, the postman. But, yeah, if you're doing a good job, you do that. My parents never once gave anything to the trash man. They always gave something to the mail lady that came through the house. But as you can imagine, if every time you went out there and you saw your trash can just completely tossed out there like there was a giant windstorm that came through, then maybe you wouldn't do that either. But it sounds like our last caller. You take care of the people, they take care of you. That's a good point. What's the right thing to tip, by the way? Um, I, I think I saw on the website when it comes to postal workers and trash uh, sanitation, things like that. If you are going to give them a Christmas gift, it can't be more than $20, something like that. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. And welcome back to Overnight America. Having some fun tonight, but not really. <laughs> These are some tough topics. I feel like we shouldn't shy away from discussions like this because we need to. And they're important topics and they're frustrating topics, but we leave them up to you to discuss them. 
314-436-7900. And Barbara's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes, sir. Um, I wanted to make the comment that uh, these gun battles that are happening across the highway um, and that one lady was killed uh, because of gun battle. It was on I-170. And uh, I called the Attorney General of the state of Missouri and left a message for him. And I told them maybe they should get the state police out there on the highways and also um, that they should get, the, uh, get more police, hire more police in the city and the county. Um, we need to get more law enforcement out here. Um, we're having too many gun battles on the highways. And I don't know what the reason for the gun battles are, but um, they, it needs to stop. The uptick in them have been somewhat recent. I know that they've happened in the past, but so many of these high-profile ones in just a short amount of time makes you wonder why. Why is that all happening right now? And that poor woman, I think she was out of Bridgeton, that was on 170, that got caught up in this where she just was innocently driving and there's this gun battle and she gets hit. It's terrible and sad and tragic. Luckily, they have someone in custody for that. How many times have you seen this too, Barbara, where there's a high-speed chase going down the interstate? Someone's going 100 miles an hour. And because of the different cities and the different townships or whatever they pass through, they don't know who should be chasing them. And sometimes they feel like if they can just outrun it, they'll do it anyway. And then either that and they cause crashes and who knows what they're running from and why they're doing it the way they're doing it. That's not new either. We've seen a lot of these different things. And have we ever seen state patrol step up and do anything about it? I don't think we have. Well, they did have out on 170 before that lady was killed. The people that live out there said that there was a lot of state police out there controlling Hmm. that highway right there in that area. That's a bad area. And uh, they said that the state police aren't out there now. The people that live in that area. Yeah, and when there was that giant uptick in homicides during the summer, we saw more and more, and it continued to rise, and this might have been maybe the start of the summer, but they talked about bringing in the highway patrol, and they were in here for a while. Man, I, I don't exactly remember the time frame of when that happened, but it's been done before where they have came on and helped, but it was for a limited amount of time. Like, there was a certain budgetary issues or whatever it was. They came in, and then they were gone, and I don't know. It's It's just bad. It's just bad. Hey, Barbara, thank you very much for the call. Oh, I wanted to tell you one other thing. Oh, yeah. They're bringing aerial surveillance in by the federal government. They got a federal grant, the city of St. Louis did, and they're bringing in aerial surveillance on uh, with airplanes. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. I remember hearing things. There was a pilot program where they're going to try to find the tracking and make it easier to try to catch some of these people. I, don't, I really don't know how that's going to work. If they're trying to use these to maybe pinpoint crimes that have been committed and keep an eye on someone to know where they go, or if they're using some sort of special lens where they can try to catch a license plate. But then again, a lot of these cars don't even have plates on them. The notorious problem of St. Louis where there's either a fake temporary plate on it or no plate at all or expired two years ago or whatever. And these things get passed around. But, I, you know, I don't know exactly what the scope of that is. But at this point, it can't hurt. Be, and I don't I'm not one to like surveillance by any means. I, I, I don't like this overly surveillance. It just depends 
how these things are going to be used. Now, if they're going to be picking people off from the sky to try to give you a, you know, a speeding ticket, then get that out of here. That's not necessary. What they really need to do. And, you know, some of this technology they've talked about with satellites and Barbara, thank you for your call. But some of the different things they've talked about with satellites is that they can use this as a way to try to take a certain time as in they know a crime was committed here and they can go in reverse time as in they can look at the video evidence and say, okay, now we know where the car is. Let's kind of watch this in reverse. Where did the car come from? Okay. The car came from this place. Now we kind of know where it originated. So that might give us some more clues. And then they might be able to say, okay, we know at this time, where did the car go afterwards? And they can just track it. Those things seem like futuristic type of things, but those things exist and they're out there. 314-436-7900. I don't know. I I get really nervous when we talk about these things because there's very clear and good ways that these could be used, but overly uh, using surveillance in a way to just, it always goes back into hassling people, like putting them up there and what they're going to do is just find speeders and they'll tag you (laughs) from the sky. I don't like that stuff, you know? Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. It's basically the workaround in order to try to get rid of the red light cameras and not be able to bring them back up. Um, Let's see. Uh, Text message that came in. Um, Reality is more cops can help this problem for sure, but prosecutors need to prosecute. 100% agree with this. In the city of St. Louis, we have a terrible circuit attorney who has done a terrible job at cleaning the streets up. We have different police officers that are on an exclusion list. They can get a written and uh, verbal uh, admission and they can present this and they'll say, oh, we're not taking it because we don't like you. It's it's disgusting if you think about it, because ultimately you have people that are admitting to crimes. And they could be on video camera admitting to this crime. And she'll say, no, I don't think so. I don't like you as a police officer, so I'm not going to take this case up. And even the cases they do decide to bring up, they're so understaffed and they have no um, loyalty to Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. And they're just tired of it all. And the people that are there are tired of it all. That even the ones they do decide to bring to court, either they don't show up to court or if they do show up, they have a abysmal prosecution rate of getting a guilty plea. Again, I'm going to try to go off of memory, but normally when there is a case that the circuit attorney brings up in the past, they normally have about a 90% or more conviction rate. So they're bringing up cases they believe are strong enough to get a guilty plea or whatever, and that's upwards of 90 plus percent, 92 or 93, whatever it was. I think the last time the numbers were put together, Kim Gardner's rate was well below 50%. It was just abysmal. So either they are terrible at doing their job or maybe they're purposely terrible. Maybe there's a social justice type of backdrop into it that plays a factor uh, because I'm sure it is. That's kind of what her thing is uh, because of, the, you know, oh, these other prosecutors in other cities are kind of on this same late wavelength and it's not working, not working at all. What we see is a homicide right now at 250 people killed in St. Louis. We see violence on a daily basis. We see innocent people get shot and killed just trying to drive their car on the interstate, rolling gun battles, carjackings. And all of these things continue over and over and over again, cycling through and circling over and over and over again. And 
what you see is no urgency in the circuit attorney's office. In fact, they're trying to find more ways to empower criminals to get back onto the street to do it over again. It's sad. That needs to change. And that is the root of the problem. I agree. Thank you for um, thank you for that text message. We'll take some of your calls coming up on Overnight America KMOX. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. Yeah, see, I'm looking at some of the statistics, the statistics out of St. Louis. And we got to be honest here. As much as we talk about the coronavirus and the dangers of that, in the city of St. Louis, at last check, there have been 275 people who have died that had the coronavirus, either as a primary or secondary. There could have been comorbidities or whatever involved with it. But the number in the system, those that had at least COVID-19 in there and died, uh, 275. For a while there, homicides in St. Louis were going head to head with COVID deaths. We're at 250 homicides in the city of St. Louis. And if you look at the city of St. Louis and reporting right now in 2020, aggravated assault that involves a gun, 2,874. So let's see, uh, let's see, four, eight, 10 times more likely to find yourself a victim of aggravated assault with a gun than you are to uh, die of COVID 10 times more. We need to really look at these, these numbers that are astronomically high. The numbers up 20% from last year, according to the last crime data that came in from the St. Louis Police Department. You're more likely to get shot than you are to contract and die of COVID. That is scary and sad. And that needs to be brought up equally as much. So let's take some of your calls. And Scott is holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Hi, Scott. Are you there? All right, go ahead. Yes, I am, Ryan. It's a nice talk to you again, okay? Okay. And I was listening to you about the of KMX all, all the time, and uh, they're talking about people driving around with expired license plates and no license. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a situation that I had, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it cost me $1,100 to get my car so to pass inspection. I paid my personal property taxes, and I went up to the license office to, to buy new uh, tags for my car. Mm-hmm. And I went up there, and they said it's going to be a an extra two hundred dollars in penalties because I was late on getting my license renewed. So maybe this is one of their problems why people are having problems buying their license. But I that's going to get fined two hundred dollars just by being late because I didn't have the money to put them on in July. That's tough. You had to get how many repairs? Over a thousand dollars in repairs. Yeah, just I had to get, to, I get uh, rear brakes and uh, uh, front end ball joints and uh, rotors and uh, new brake pads. Yeah, that's very expensive. How old's your car, by the way? It's a 2004. It's only got 80,000 miles on it, though. Yeah, I'm just like you. I, I We have two vehicles in our family. We have one that's a newer car, 2014, and then I have the backup car, which is the one I normally would drive to work or whatnot. That's a 2004. I do the repairs on my car because luckily I'm able to, but Scott, I'm guessing you're at that age where you don't want to be hopping underneath the car anymore. I'm 75 years old, too. That's one thing. I just live on Social Security, and uh, I only get paid once a month, and, you know, it's kind of rough now. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's um, it's something where you try to do it legally. You do everything you can because you know that's what the law requires for you to do. People are um, not as they're not as outgoing as you. I don't think that they want to do anything legal. They just want to avoid it altogether. It's it's not them trying to protest the system. It's them just trying to keep out of it altogether because it's cheaper for them to get a ticket and just risk it because they know they're not going to get pulled over for it than it is for them to do it the legal way. I tried, but, you know, the system sucks sometimes, you know. <laughs> yes, it does. That is the quote of the night. Thank you, Scott. Good to hear from you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Bye now. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Yeah, the system sucks. <laughs> Scott is so right. Yeah, that's it. That sums up uh, government in a lot of ways. Let's go to Patrick. Welcome to Overnight America. How you doing tonight, Brian? All right. Uh, I just want to comment on how this city and this, this um, city of St. Louis has went down the tubes as far as per capita people shooting people and respect to life, man. These people, they don't re- understand the consequences of throwing bullets around and stuff. I've been driving trucks for 35 years, and I'm getting ready to retire here in a few years, hopefully. And, um, Ryan, it's terrible, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I gotta have a hand, I gotta carry a handgun to go to work. And now I'm going to have to have a second weapon because I feel like <laughs> I don't want anybody to take away what I've worked so hard for, Ryan. Mm, and I the, get it. the prosecution, the prosecution and the city in the, in the city and the county, now really terrible. You know that. So all I'm going to say is, man, it's, and I was born and raised in St. Louis, and I, we, I was proud to be from St. Louis. But I'm telling you what, I mean, I go, I travel a little bit, and I'm going to travel a lot more, and you tell people if you're from St. Louis, and I live in Florida, and it's like, they, they already, it's just tough. That sucks. I get it. And you know what's terrible about all this? And I'm just going to continue to rant about it. What's terrible about all of this is that when you look at the circuit attorney and everything that went on with the McCloskeys, she's more likely to target you than she would target someone that is out there actively committing these crimes, making violence in the city. Um, that's the sad thing. Yeah. And now, how long have you um, been carrying? I'm curious, was there a certain year where things got so bad that you decided oh, that was yeah. necessary? I hate to tell you, but, you know, after the Michael Brown deal, I started carrying because the cops got lax. They didn't get lax. They, they, their, hands were, they, their hands were handcuffed and at, since then. So I've had two incidents where people fly up on me really fast. One guy lost control and stuff, and I'm like, because the third and stolen vehicles, Ryan, they will try to command your stuff and they'll come at you with a, a weapon. So I'm not going out that way, dude. I get it. And we saw that too. Remember when what down went down in Minneapolis and all of a sudden there's these protests in large cities, St. Louis included, protesters hop on the freeway. They try to push people out. Next thing you know, the FedEx driver has a bunch of people trying to jump and steal packages in the back. They start pointing guns at the driver. He bolts 
And, you know, people get caught under the wheel and die that way. And that's, you know, the sad thing of all of it is that when it was reported on, they said, oh, it was uh, it was a peaceful night of protest. And they've just for some reason left that out. It was sad. It, it's just that's what we've come to. So I drive would be. You know, I'm not, I don't. If they shut down roads and stuff, it's one thing. When they start getting on the interstate, it's a different program. And because first off, going to high rate of speed, Ryan, and then you all if you're the one that comes up comes up on something like that, all even if it doesn't even you stop, then it just causes accidents. In other words, they it's terrible. If you get on the interstate and start protesting, you your life's in your own hands because I'm not going to hurt somebody behind me because these people are coming out in front of me, man. I mean, wow. it's a catch too. I know so. what you mean. All right. Well, Patrick, thank you very much. Yeah. It's a position no, that thank you. we, sh- no, yeah, we shouldn't you. have to be I in. Know. Yeah. Thank you. But let me just point this out. It's a situation we shouldn't have to be in. We shouldn't have to say, well, I work in St. Louis, so every time I drive, I need to keep a, uh, on my head on a swivel looking around me because I'm afraid some dude next to me is going to pull a gun out and start shooting at someone else. Or and it's scary. That's the type of thing we're confronted with every single day. Do we take it serious enough? Good question. If we took it more serious or maybe we took a different approach to it or whatever it is, then maybe we wouldn't see this over and over and over again in the homicide rate high, like it's been in the past 30 years and it's continuing to rise. Violent crime continues to rise. And we see uh, what, how many times a week does a shootout on the freeway have to happen before you start to realize that what we're doing is not working here and being understaffed when it comes to police, not supporting the police officers, not trusting the police officers is the wrong way to go. This is overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. It's so funny. We're talking about these serious issues that are plaguing the region when it comes to crime. Some serious issues when it comes to people contributing to the crime. And then there we are with the Christmas music bringing up the spirits right as we return from break. Oh, man. All right. I wanted to give at least an update to this before we go for the night. And this is how we can continue to talk. Follow me on Facebook, Ryan Record Radio. I'm able to make announcements and things on there. So it's very important that you follow me on there because who knows one day you're going to be looking for me and that's where you're going to be able to get me. Um, What to expect after COVID-19 vaccination? The CDC has put some things out there because more and more people are going to be put into the position where they can get that vaccination. They're going to want it and they're going to take it. it says side effects may affect your ability to do daily activities, but should go away in a few days. Now that doesn't sound too promising now, does it? So this is what the CDC says. Some of the possible side effects, but pretty much everything you put into your body as a possible side effect. It said what we're telling people that unless they've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or one of its components, they can receive it. So if as long as you haven't had um, any sort of allergic reaction in what they don't think would be or uh, or they don't think you would get allergic reaction, they'll be clearing the way for you to be able to get this sort of thing. So here's what they're saying. Uh, You could get some pain. It said side effects are typically short lived, resolved 
within a few days. They say things like ibuprofen could help. One steps to alleviate the pain could be a cool, wet washcloth over the arm. Um, they said to stay hydrated. You could get a little discomfort from a fever. They say uh, dress lightly for something like that. Dress lightly. So if you're getting a little bit hot, what you walk around in shorts. St. Louis isn't one of those places where people walk around in shorts in the winter. I've lived in places that are like that. When you go far north, like you live in Wisconsin or Minneapolis or Minnesota, I should say, and you get through temperatures that are right around zero for a few weeks, and then all of a sudden the temperatures shoot up to like 40 degrees, people think it's like summer over again, so they're wearing shorts outside. But health officials will continue to put out these warning signs out there. Um, it's still not enough to scare me away from it. I will have no hesitation getting the vaccine when it's time. But one of the nice advantages is the FDA has actually approved at-home, over-the-counter COVID tests. There is a company out of Australia. costs about $30. It's going to be available in July, or excuse me, January. So these tests are starting to ship out. I'm guessing they're going to run off the shelves, kind of like when everyone grabbed toilet paper. These things are going to be out pretty quick. So the FDA authorized the first test uh, developed by this Australian digital diagnostic company called Alum, E-L-L-U-M-E. So the test is an uh, antigen test, which is designed to detect fragments of viral proteins that trigger an immune response to your body. And then they deliver the results to your smartphone in about 20 minutes. The test collects samples through a nasal swab that users place into a Bluetooth-connected analyzer. And then they s figure it out from there. So I don't exactly know how this works is if you're going to be able to use multiple type of swabs or you're going to have to buy a new test every single time. It doesn't really say all that much, but the results are delivered through the app. I don't know how reliable it is either. Um, they said it'll be sold online and drugstores, things like that. Get it through the mail. It says the at-home test correctly identified 96% of positive samples and 100% of negative samples of people with symptoms of COVID-19. Actually, that's a pretty good bet. In fact, that probably is better than when they send it to the lab. I don't see why you wouldn't want to pick one of these up just to have it. Would you be curious just to see if maybe you had the virus and didn't know it? You're asymptomatic for a while. Uh, you know, I'd be curious. I've known some people that have got it. Um, but then again, they were mostly not showing the major symptoms for it. I, I never had anyone call me and say, Hey, you should get tested. Uh, that has, I've never really came in contact with anyone because of that, like, uh, um, that has received it in that way. But they say diagnostic, uh, diagnostic tests could deliver false negatives. So any person who tests negative, but experiences symptoms should consult their healthcare provider to go get in and do it anyway. I do think more and more people are going to be trying this out. I wouldn't mind uh, picking up one of these, purchasing it. And you know I'm cheap, but I'd still get one of these. The picture they show, though, is strange because they put this little device. It kind of looks like a small remote control. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit longer than a credit card, of course, a lot thicker, but just like a small remote control. And they're putting some sort of, it looks like a saline solution or something into the end. It kind of looks like a pregnancy test, like a kind of a thicker pregnancy test. And they put this little drop in there. And then I think they put the swab in and then it sinks to your phone. I would also be curious to find out if this app that they use in order to give you the results are logging and sending that data somewhere. As in, if you test positive, they're automatically flagging you to 
uh, a health um, agency to let them know, hey, this user tested positive. I think a big part of this is that if you're going to test yourself, you want your own healthcare results to be private and you don't want these things to go out there. But as soon as you involve a smartphone, it just kind of means that it maybe the intention is to send it out there somewhere else. So that kind of scares me a little bit. Maybe they just need to get something that looks like a pregnancy test and you just stick it right up your nose. And then at the end, after a couple of minutes, you see one or two lines. Maybe something like that would work. No, probably not. That probably isn't all that comfortable. <laughs> well, that about does it for us here on Overnight America. What you need to do is make sure you follow my show on Facebook, Ryan Wrecker Radio. Go give that a like, and you can stay up to date on the things we're doing. I try to post videos and different things on there. Uh, also on Twitter, at Ryan Wrecker. We'll be back again tomorrow night starting at 8 o'clock with more and strange, different guests on Thursday. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't normally preview th- a couple of days out, but I had someone that's a flat earther reach out to me and want to talk about flat earth theory. And I said, sure, why not? It's been about a year since we've done one of these. So why don't you come on Thursday? You know, I don't know if you saw this, but the Billikens decided to add a game on Thursday. So we'll be on after that. It was one of those last minute. I didn't even know college teams could do that. Oh, yeah, let's play on Thursday. See you later. But we'll be back again tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Enjoy the rest of your night. Replay hours are coming up next. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.